Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. This is the second hour of Oilers Now. It's 106 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with the Oilers in St. Louis. Oilers Now brought to you by Digitex. Don't spend your valuable time eating with door-to-door sales reps. Your all-in-one convenient location is Digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Bob Stoffer with you along with Brendan Escott, who's back in the studio in Edmonton. You can text us at any time on our new Ashley Fine Floors text line. Floors strong enough. For every mini sticks tournament, it's Ashley Fine Floors. In uh, our uh, hotline number for River Creek Resort and Casino, 780-496-0063. In this hour, David Staples from the Cult of Hockey, as well as John Shannon, our NHL insider. We'll tell you the guests on the show receive gift certificates to Japanese Village Steak and Seafood Cooked right at your table. Visit their Edmonton South, Downtown, Northside, and Sherwood Park locations. Off to our River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline. Pleased to welcome back to the show from the Cult of Hockey, David Staples. Hi, David. How are you? Good, Bob. How are you doing? Uh, not bad. I know you believe there's some signs that would suggest... Or what do the signs suggest that Edmonton might be uh, in a, a decent spot for tonight's game against the St. Louis Blues? Well, you, I mean, obviously we're Oiler fanatics. We haven't missed a game. I don't know when the last time you missed a game, Bob, but I don't only watch the games. I go over the video. And when I watch the team for the first five minutes of every game, there's certain things I'm looking for each game where if I see them, I start to relax and think, okay, this, this Oilers team is going to play, bring its A game tonight. So so last night I asked people on Twitter, what are those signals? What are the signs that the orders are going to bring their A game? So when we're watching them against the Blues tonight, what are we looking for? So you probably have some things in mind yourself. So some of the things for me is if I see a defenseman like Ethan Bear miss a pass, I'm thinking, oh, oh, or, uh, or Larson or Nurse. If they're hitting their passes tape to tape early in the game, great sign that they're going to bring their A game. I'm also, the, the biggest thing that I'm looking for, though, is just those initial early touches of the puck from Koskinen and Smith. 
And I always like it if they get a really easy shot early in the game or an easy handle of the puck um, just to settle them down, get them in the game. And, of course, if they make a, a, a big save on a grade-A chance, that's a huge signal that things are going to go well. So um, one more is Larson, uh, Dreisaitl, Cassian, and Kara. So these are all big guys. And if early in the game, if their feet are moving, so if Larson gets the puck behind his net, instead of just kind of standing there, if he starts moving his feet, skating up the ice, making a pass, if Jujar Kara in the offensive end starts moving his feet, gets in, makes a check, again, huge signal that they're going to bring their A game. So I'm just totally fixated on these things early in the game, and I don't actually know if if you could prove this scientifically if those things happen, the Dodgers are going to win, but that's what I've noticed. Yeah, for me, it's, uh, you know, are they winning one-on-one competitive battles, right? Are are they quicker on loose pucks? When they engage physically, are they coming out uh, with the puck? And there's certain players you can read things on. Dry settle's a big one for me. I mean, because you know McDavid's going to bring it. It's going to be whether or not he's carrying the hot stick to go with the world-class speed. Uh, Leon's an important guy. Your thoughts on back to the three centers? I really like it. And I like it for a simple reason. I think all three of these guys, for different, they've just been struggling a little bit in their own zone. And with McDavid and Drysaddle, I think it's when you put them on the same line constantly, they're constantly switching back and forth between center and wing, sometimes yep. on the same shift. And I think they get confused. I think, you know, you only have a microsecond to cover that guy in the slot, to recognize who's the who, who's supposed to cover that guy in the slot, who's picking up that that. Uh, danger man opposing danger man in the slot who's going to get open for a goal and when they're switching back and forth they miss that guy so by having all three of those guys play center Kippet has just really simplified things for each of them he's saying you're the center you're usually going to be that guy you're usually going to be f1 who's back there covering the the, uh, defensive slot in front of the net so just pick up that guy that's all you have to worry about and we know all three of those players can attack well they're going to lead their lines attacking that's not going to be the issue the issue is are they going to be the main culprit on a goal against by leaving their man open in the slot so i think Kippet has made it easy for them easy for each of those guys just to focus on that primary response defensive responsibility just get that job done and then everything else is going to flow from there and last game against dallas we saw actually really really excellent defensive slot play from all the centers until until the last two minutes of the game when he put McDavid and Dreisaitl out together. And immediately there was a breakdown where they had two, they had a goal and another absolutely fantastic chance. And both times it was the center uh, not recognizing uh, the uh, shooter they had to cover in the slot. So I just think there's a correlation between that. Switching focus, Adam Larson, the last three games, David, 23-24, 24-43, 21-48 against Dallas. He had six hits the other night. This guy's starting around back in a form, isn't he? Such a relief, eh? I mean, it's yeah. we saw in 2016-17, we did uh, polls at the Cult of Hockey throughout the year on the Taylor Hall-Adam Larson trade. And by the end of the year after that playoffs, most Oiler fans, they weren't saying that New Jersey didn't get a win. Everyone recognized that New Jersey got a win out of that trade. But the vast majority of Oiler fans by the end of that season said the Oilers got a win out of that trade as well because Adam Larson had played so well. And I don't know why, but the last year, year and a half, we haven't seen that Larson. I think it's probably due to injury. 
and then he got injured earlier this year but so when he came back for the first few games he just he wasn't moving his feet he looked like a statue out there I'm thinking oh my goodness what's going to happen but man he has just cranked it up and I, 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 I heard you earlier talking about Playfair giving him instructions just to be more aggressive all over the ice. A few games ago, we saw Larson start to rush the puck again. We hadn't seen that in a long time. And so he's trying to make some plays in the offensive end. He's moving his feet on defense, and he's providing his usual grit. So this is absolutely huge for the Oilers if Adam Larson starts to play like a real top four um, shutdown defenseman. And that's what we've been getting. So it's, it's just, you know, you can't underestimate it. Well, uh, Larson at four point two million, Oscar Clefbaum at four point two million on a seven-year deal, Larson on a six-year deal. I would say those guys are fairly priced. For, uh, the orders that Clefbaum's a bargain based upon the fact that he's second in the NHL on Tom Ice this year. Uh, he's been him, him and uh, Drew Doughty have been flipping back and forth here over the last six or eight games. Uh, but that brings us to another defenseman. And that is Darnell Nurse. And I know a lot of people out there, uh, as we're joined by David Staples from the Cult Hockey, David, a lot of people out there are like, well, you can't pay him more than Josh Morrissey got. I got news for you. Try telling Anton Thun that. Uh, because I believe that, uh, first of all, Morrissey's deal was, what was it, 6.25 times eight years. I'm here to tell everybody listening to the show right now, I would be stunned if the Anton Thun camp took eight years at 6.25 million. I'm just going to let you know. Uh, now you got to factor in a little bit of uh, market correction with an increased cap. But what's the consensus out there from the fan base, David, regarding Darnell Nurse? I think the fans are entirely divided on this player. Um, there's people who would, you know, would gladly, you know, if, if Nurse got 6.5 million over six years. Lots of fans would be right on board with that, including me. But there's a whole group of fans who are just, let's trade him. Uh, let's move, move him now before um, he gets paid because they just don't see him as that kind of defenseman who deserves to get paid that amount of money. They don't see him as a top-pairing NHL defenseman. And, you know, I, I beg to differ. He, he's, I mean, Clefbaum has been getting the most ice time, but uh, uh, Nurse and Bear have been essentially, I think, playing the top pairing except for the last couple of games. And they've been holding their own against tough competition. Um, we all know that Darnell Nurse also, when he's out there with McDavid, and he's often out there with McDavid, if someone's going after McDavid, he's got two security blankets and Nurse and uh, Zach Cassian. And you, you, we forget this and we, we underestimate it because nothing's happening to McDavid right now. He's not getting, he's getting held and hooked, but he's not getting beat up. And that's because, partly because Cassian and Nurse are out there. So for that, just that alone, that's another reason to keep Darnell Nurse around. So, like, I'm hoping it's under seven, Bob. And I, that would be a little bit distressing to me if it starts to get above, above, above that amount. But, you know, 6.5 over six years, seven years, that'd be, that would make sense. See, what do you think see it would surprise, it would surprise me if he would do 6.5 times six. I could see him doing seven. I could, like, I think they'd see him. And part of the issue is they see him like Jacob Truba, who yeah. got eight times eight. And that yeah. therein lies the rub, right? Like I think most fans listening to orders now go if if you sit there, if you watch the Winnipeg Jets and you watch Joss Morrissey's ability to defend 
and the offense that he gives them, you're sitting there saying, well, wait a, wait, wait, wait a sec here. Is Nurse really better than Josh Morrissey? And I think a strong argument can be made that Morrissey is a more consistent player. I, that said, I think Nurse might have a higher upside long term because he's such a spectacular athlete. And the one thing that works against Nurse, at least in the short term, is he's not on a first unit power play that's at 31.5%. Clefbaum is, and that's driven Clefbaum's offensive numbers, David. Nurse never, he's not that kind of power player, though. I'm not sure that Jacob Truba is either, or Clefbaum. And, and, and long term, the power player on the others is either going to be Ethan Bear or Evan Bouchard, I think. So Clefbaum, yep. it's great that Clefbaum's getting those power play points and Nurse is it, because that would really drive up Nurse's price right now. But Clefbaum on merit deserves to be there ahead of Nurse, because Nurse just doesn't have that kind of passing um, IQ to really run a power play at a, at a high level, I don't think. Yeah, you brought up Zach Cassian, and this guy. You know what? I, I think there's less divisiveness with Cassian than there is with Nurse. I, 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 you know, a lot of fans think Nurse is, you know, Nurse is a top pairing defenseman. A lot of other fans think no, he's just a third four guy. I think a lot of people want to see Cassian get re-signed and see him as a very serviceable part of the Oilers team. Here's the uh, stat of the day, Bob. Zach Cassian is tied for 36 overall this year for even strength scoring for forwards in the NHL, tied with Austin Matthews, 2.66 points per 60, tied with Austin Matthews. So the interesting thing about Cassian's contract is we saw, all saw Patrick uh, Maroon play really well with McDavid for a year and a half or whatever it was, and he didn't get paid, right? He didn't. The Oilers couldn't translate Maroon's production with McDavid into trade value very much. And Maroon couldn't translate it into a big contract. So is Zach Cassian going to be different than that? Can he do what Maroon didn't do? And I think there's a chance that he can because he's a faster hockey player. I think Maroon's lack of foot speed was held against him. But, I mean, what's not to like about Cassian right now, maybe other than he's going to be 30 next year. I mean, he's big, fast, skilled, extremely tough, uh, putting up points. So, uh, you know, if they could get him on a Furlan contract, that'd be great. I think that was what's three, he at? Years, three six, three and a half, yeah, yeah. something like that. So hmm. if they could get him at that, I mean, but I, I, I hope they can. But I, it's it's a really tough one because Maroon didn't get paid, and I just don't know if Cassian's going to. Well, it's interesting. Maroon was represent was represented by Elaine Waugh, and there was conflicting reports out there. Did the Oilers have an offer in the, for the sake of argument, let's say three years, for the sake of argument, three point seven million range, uh, or did the Maroon camp think, hey, we can do better than that, and suddenly the market shrunk? I mean, you take a look off the top of my head. I think Maroon last year was one point seven five million on a one year deal in St. Louis, and then seven. Yeah. What do you get the minimum this year? In Tampa, yeah. um, but I'm with you. To me, they are different players because of Cassian's skating ability. Like that's yeah. that's a big difference. Yeah. So you know, I wouldn't mind seeing that Cassian overpaid on a shorter term because the age thing um, does concern me. We we we've seen it with other players. We saw it with Lucic, right? Um, how quickly age can creep up on a big tough player. But so I, I don't mind the a big dollar amount over a short term. So four million times three years. That that would work. That would that. I mean, I you know I you'd hope maybe they could get him for less than that because um, 
you know, again, Maroon didn't get paid. People tend to discount points with McDavid, but I think that cast. I think if he was a UFA, he would get paid. I just don't see how. Sorry, he, did you say him. he's thirty? He's thirty-six in points per sixty this year. That's right. Tied tied with Austin Matthews, thirty-six overall. So um, that's pretty good point production, Bob. So that is all right. Uh, one final one for. For you, uh, any surprises that Dave Dippett started to run a bit with Miko Koskinen and David? Had his big game against Pittsburgh. He's been, and I hate to say this, but he's been the worst goalie in the NHL. Out of 59 goalies, he's had the worst save percentage since November 3rd, since he had that big game. Mike Smith has. He's at 854 in his last nine games. So, Tippett has got to go with the hot hand. And it's good that um, Koskinen's been in that same time period. He's at a 9.15 save percentage, so about the league average. So he's he's clearly the right choice right now. And the Oilers have, they've got a problem if Smith doesn't turn it around, but um, there's still a chance he can, of course. David, how do people follow you? Just uh, at D Staples on Twitter. Awesome stuff, David. We'll talk next week. Thanks, Bob. From the cult of hockey, that's David Staples. Make sure you go down and check out the gang at Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin, where cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford is an eight-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. They've got their own Battle of Alberta taking place right through until Christmas Eve. They've got prizing involved in it. Chris, Darrell, and Bruce representing the Flames, while Uncle Milt, Johnny, and Earl on the Oilers' side. Right now is a great time to buy. They're clearing out all their 2019s up to 14000 off in rebates on 2019 F-150s. The battle virtually tied right now. The battle for Alberta. Give the gang at Brent Ridge a call. 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. When we come- With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Come back. Uh, we'll get to our injury report for James H. Brown and Associates. This is Oilers Now. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. 125 in Edmonton. Back to our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Rick in Jasper. Bob, $4 million over three years. No, it's $4 million times three years. Uh, 36 in even strength scoring would probably be 300th in even strength scoring, playing with a center who isn't a superhero. Just my opinion. I want to hold on to Cassian, but the contract would be regrettable in time. The haw is this text to show, Bob, if David Staples used the same critical thought when talking about politics and climate change as he did about talking about hockey, he would be dangerous. Uh, speaking of that, where did it go? Oh, we had a fun, fun text from longtime texter of the show, Jason from Sangudo. Now I gotta find it. Sorry, guys. All right, here it is. Uh, 
He says, if David Suzuki, uh, Justin Trudeau, and Greta are right and the world ends in 10 years, maybe the owners should have gotten Taylor Hall after all went for it. Signed, Jason from Sangudo. There we go. Uh, 126 in Edmonton. Keep the text coming. Love it. And uh, we are going to head off to the Oilers Now injury report for James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Headed up by uh, Eskimo uh, hard-hitting safety legend out of the University of Alberta, Trent Brown, jameshbrown.com. Here's Brendan Escott. All right, Bob. Well, Dustin Bufflin has consulted with the Winnipeg Jets about rehab for his ankle. Now, the sides have been at odds as the suspended Bufflin isn't being paid by the team, though the Players Association says if the injury is hockey-related, he should be getting paid by the team. His status with the Jets has remained unchanged despite him reaching out to them. Uh, for the Blues, Vladimir Tarasenko been sidelined since late October after shoulder surgery. Sammy Blaze is on the IR with a wrist problem. Carl Gunnarsson, defenseman there, is shelved with an upper body injury. And Ivan Barbashev day-to-day after leaving the game last Friday with an upper body ailment. For the Oilers, Matt Benning remains sidelined with concussion symptoms, Bob. And Matt Benning is not with the team. Uh, I don't think he's close to returning at this stage, and it's been a loss uh, for the Oilers. He really uh, helps even out the middle. I mean, he plays 14, 15 minutes a game playing with the uh, Edmonton Oilers' Chris Russell, and at times Edmonton has had to cut basically down to four defense as games have worn on. Now, that said, there's a window here for Caleb Jones to uh, capitalize. 127 in Edmonton again. John Shannon coming up, our NHL insider. But not before we head off to a global news weather traffic update, Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.